0: with Clay Thompson I feel like he just he needs time to get back into form because he was out for almost 2 years like there's no way he was going to be regular Clay Thompson right now
1: so he might not play
0: fast you giving clay a he pass might, he might not be regular clay thompson to the playoffs
1: I mean, more time can help, but this guy has not played basketball in two years. And he, to me, has had enough time to recuperate and get his thing going. I knew he wasn't going to come back and drop 50 points, 60 points in his first game. But I'm just going to be honest. I'm not sold on Clay. I don't feel that he is the guy that everyone depicts him to be. I've never not known com- Clay Thompson to do anything on his own. I'm going to keep it not real. That- he can score. He can get as high as anyone in the league.
0: That's kind of wrong to say, man. He had leg injuries for two years. Come on, we got to give him a break here.
1: So they ran. Clay Thompson is not the only star that got injured for a substantial amount of time and was able to come back and handle his business. Look at Kyrie. Kyrie had that ankle injury when he left for us Cleveland. Remember, I mean, he was out with Boston. Now, look. We talking about on, two different. I'm just not kind of look, sold uh, that Clay. The,
0: the only thing I'll give you right is the Kevin Durant joint because he had the Achilles injury. That's one of the worst injuries in sports. But but didn't Clay Thompson have like back like ACL tears back to back?
1: So did Kobe. I just, I I mean, I'm just, I'm not trying to nitpick, but I just need the energy to be the same. Why are we giving this man such a pass? Let me ask you this. What have Klay Thompson ever done? When we talk about legacies, I know he's had some outstanding games, but have Klay Thompson ever done anything on his own?
0: We mean like, like as in like, like carry the team or something like that? Yes, yes. He's never been. He's never been in a position to do that because the Warriors have been drafted and kept together. So that's that's kind of an unfair assessment, right there.
1: Okay, I can respect that. But let me ask you: If he was put in that position, do you feel like Klay Thompson can go to another team and carry them into the playoffs? He's not that guy to me. I think with, with seeing that now
0: this is this gonna be a question he might need a little pieces around him I think if you put him somewhere like um like Sacramento oh hell no they ain't going nowhere but if you put him somewhere like Charlotte yeah
1: how much longer are people gonna give Clay Thompson this pass he hasn't played ball in two years you know he seems to be healthy to me how much longer do we have to allow him? to try to get it back.
0: If he if he stink up the playoffs, his pass is done. He don't got no pass no more.
1: He missed all seven of his three-pointers last night in the loss versus uh Indiana. So you're going to give Klay Thompson basically three damn years. You're going to give him no, all I'm- the way up until the end of the regular season, and then he has to prove himself in the playoffs. That's what you're saying.
0: No, from his return date... To the end of the season, this is his pass. Once the playoffs start, if he is dirt, now nah, come on, Clay Thompson. Come on. Now the pass is done. It's over. He got to the rest of the season. It's like what? 40 games left? He got 40 yes. games.
1: Golden State right now, they're 32 and 13 on the year. Plenty of basketball left. I'm just, you know, for real, for real, I'm going to keep it a buck. Ever since he disrespected LeBron James in 2016, I just didn't <laughs> like Klay. I, I, that just sticks with me. You know what I mean? So I'm not a fan of Clay Thompson for all the wrong reasons. But when I look at the production on the basketball court, I see inconsistency. Now, the Warriors, they're 4-7 and seven on the year without Draymond. Draymond didn't play last night. They lost to the Pacers. Who's more of a valuable key or who's more of a valuable piece to go to state Draymond or Clay?
0: Ooh, that's a tough question. But if you really, really had to act, like that's tough. But if I had to say something on the spot to just have to give an answer, I would say Draymond Green.
1: It's more but valuable.
0: If, if I had to answer, because that's a tough question. I ain't going to lie. You got to really do some research and look at it because The Warriors need Klay Thompson shooting. Like you said, he helps the team, but Draymond Green is like the ultimate glue guy. Like every guy, every team needs a guy like Draymond Green to help the team go.
1: I can't explain what happened last night. You know, the Indiana Pacers, they had all five of their starters out. This was the second night of a back-to-back because they played the Lakers the night before. Their starting center... He got ejected. Seven players in double figures for the Pacers. Rookie Chris, uh, what's his name, Duarte? seven points last night.
0: And who's that guy? He been on the team, I think, like three years. His name is like um, Gaza or something like that.
1: The big The big man?
0: Yeah, he was working the Warriors yesterday.
1: Yes, Absolutely. Steph came up short last night in overtime. Zero points, one assist, one rebound. He was 0 for 3 from the three-point line. Um, Steph choked last night, plain and simple. Steph choked last night, and we've seen inconsistencies when it comes to Steph Curry this year. We've seen ups and we've seen downs. How good do you think the Golden State Warriors, man, are going to be at the end of the year?
0: They're going to be good. Come on, on, man. They're going to be all right. I I guarantee you. I, I guarantee, right? During the trade deadline, or you know, when that um when the deadline for people to get released to join the team so you could be um active for the playoffs, they're gonna yes. get a surprising piece and
1: we're gonna see something. So you don't think that the Golden State is done? You think that they still gonna have the, the team that we see now is not the team that's gonna actually have the run in the playoffs? Yeah, no, it's not. They're gonna
0: have like one or two new players, and then Wiseman comes back eventually, because who knows when he come back.
1: But I told y'all, this return of Clay Thompson was going to shake too many things up. Golden State was playing good team ball at the beginning of the season. But I said, as soon as Clay come back, because of the cachet that he has, a lot of other people like Wiggins, Joel Poole, their minutes are going to be adjusted. Things are going to play different. And I'm not sure if they're going to be able to adjust. Now you're bringing up Wiseman. How is that going to play? How is he his return we're gonna to have to give him time. So is that gonna affect the spacing? And the step is not making shots. I'm not sold that golden state is gonna be any type of threat at all. They might make the playoffs, but even in the seven game series. I just don't see it. When we haven't seen Golden. I just don't see it. I think I lost the shooter.
0: I said when we haven't seen the Golden State Warriors shooting like never be where it's at. It's just a downtime right now. Steph must have used too much energy getting that record. He gotta he gotta settle down and get in his rhythm. That's all.
1: They deserve that much respect. Even from me, I think you're right. They deserve that much respect to give them a chance. But I'm telling you. I have not seen the Golden State Warriors play up and down like they have been when it comes to production in, like, the last four or five years. Steph, to me, Steph, to me I'm not going to call Steph Curry overrated at all, but he has had his moments where he has come up short and he has cost his team. Now, I don't know what's up with Draymond and then everyone wants to give Klay Thompson even more time to get it together. I don't know. So what are we doing with the Lakers? Do you think that the team that the Lakers have in front of them, is that the team that's going to wind up in the playoffs this year? Or do you think they're going to actually be able to somehow, some way make some type of roster change?
0: The only roster change I see the Lakers doing is probably getting rid of Tucker because with those contracts and that, it's just that team is badly constructed, bro. It's horrible. Like, (laughs) That's the only thing they possibly can do is get rid of Tucker. And if you get rid of Tucker, you're getting rid of some youth on your team. Other than True. Tucker, the only youth on the team is Monk and um, None, right?
1: That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. I mean, you got Austin Reeves.
0: Yeah, but how how long is they going to let that run? We see what they did with Caruso, and look at what he became.
1: Yeah, Caruso was playing pretty well at first in Chicago. The, the road trip, the big-time six-game road trip, Starts tonight for um, the Lakers. They play in Orlando. Does Frank Vogel survive this road trip? They've already lost their last game to the uh, Pacers at home. Does Frank Vogel survive this six-game road trip?
0: If they don't go like four and two, five and one, it's sad to say, probably not, bro. He gonna get fired, and he doesn't deserve to get fired, bro. He pro- if they don't go like four and two or five and one in this road trip, he probably is going to get fired.
1: Wait a minute, I got to talk to the bosses. Did you just say Frank Vogel doesn't deserve to get fired? No, nah, he doesn't. I don't feel he what? does. Come on,
0: shooter. What? You really? know who deserves to get
1: fired?
0: Julius Randle. Julius Randle. He get him fired, trade him, do something. <laughs> He's fucking horrible, man. <laughs> His pass needs to be
1: done, man. I'm tired of him. I'm confused. How does Frank Vogel still get a pass? He's not the only reason that the Lakers are struggling. I get it. Russell, AD, you know, I understand the lack of defense. But everything comes back to the head coach. You remember when Dwight Howard and Anthony Davis was was kind of going back and forth with each other on the the bench earlier this season. Mm-hmm. Do you think any respectable, you think that would have happened if Phil Jackson was on the sidelines or, or, or Greg Popovich or, or a coach with some respect? Do you think that would have happened in the middle of a game? Hell no. There's no respect a, for Frank.
0: I'm going to tell you why it's unfair to put the blame on Frank Vogel. You know who need did the media needs to be attacking? Lakers who? management. Lakers management sucks right now. Like I, 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 I,
1: I'll agree. I'll agree. And reports have just came out that the Lakers front office just gave Frank Vogel power and authority to do whatever he wants with Russell Westbrook, which kind of blows my mind. This guy has been with you for two years. He won a championship with, you know, coach the championship with you guys in 2020. Russell Westbrook has been here since the start of the year. And they are now just giving Frank Vogel power to do what he wants and he's now sitting Russell Westbrook down in the fourth quarter. Like, I just think it's a little bit too late. So I agree. You know, Rob Palenka, Jeannie Buss, the front office of the Lakers, they are partially responsible. But if there's a pie of responsibility that you got to split up in slices, what's the percent of blame that you're going to give Frank Vogel for this struggle that the Lakers have had? I'm giving
0: him 50%. No,
1: no, I will
0: give 50% to management. 25% 25% to Frank
1: Vogel and 25% to LeBron. Wow. LeBron James in year 19 was playing some of the best basketball of his career and playing the best basketball I've ever seen a 37-year-old play. You're going to give him 25% of the blame? Why?
0: Because we know he was in management and constructed this badass team. This team mm. is horrible.
1: <laughs> mm, okay okay so russell gets no blame and anthony davis gets no blame
0: no you want to know why i'm not putting blame on russell westbrook or anthony davis blame management for that shit blame management because russell westbrook for these past couple seasons we could go back to when he was on washington we could go back to his last couple seasons with okc we could go back to when he was with houston if he gets the worst triple doubles in the world, then I ain't know how you could get a, a bad triple double. Like he, <laughs> he, like it's been consistent these past couple seasons. When you look at Russell Westbrook, right, he's giving right. you a triple, a double, but what he's taking away from the team is, is hurting teams, bro. We've yeah, seen it with na- Washington. It's nasty. it's
1: nasty. We've seen it with Houston. <laughs> So whoever he in said OKC. he was still he was still rebounds from his own teammates. So whoever said, "Hey, a good idea, let's let's trade for Russell Westbrook,"
0: you need to be fired.
1: So where do you think Russell Westbrook's focus is? Like right now, you know, this is his first year back home playing in LA. He's not playing great basketball. He's turning the ball over a lot, and now you got the head coach sitting you down in the fourth quarter. That's winning time. Where do you think Russell Westbrook's focus is going to be? Because I don't think he's going to get traded. I think he's stuck. I think the Lakers are stuck with him this year. So what do you think his mindset is at right now?
0: To tell you the truth, only Russell Westbrook knows that right now. Because Mm -hmm. if he feels he's doing what he needs to do, can we argue with him? Not at all. Not at all. All all I know is I would have never traded for Russell Westbrook. And then they and what I would have did mm-hmm. if I was them, I would have never low-blowed Alex Caruso. Like, that contract they offered, when he went on J.J. Reddick's um, podcast, I think it's called, like, The Old Man in the Three. Yeah. And he said how they low him, I was like, oh, nah. Management don't know what they're doing.
1: Yeah, the loss of Caruso is a factor. But, you know, one of the biggest reasons the Lakers are struggling and not playing well is defense this year. How does you not blame Frank Vogel for the lack of defense that the Lakers are playing when he was supposed to be a defensive minded coach? That's why I'm putting the blame on. That's why I'm giving him 50 percent of the blame, because the decision making that needs to be done, the decisions that need to be done, he is not making them. And what he has held his head high on defense, the Lakers are horrible defensively. So how does he only get 25 percent of the blame?
0: Because we know what happens for coaches who get put in a position to coaching LeBron. Now, let's say LeBron wasn't on the Lakers, right? And the Lakers just had Anthony Davis and a well-constructed team around Anthony Davis. Frank Vogel would get 100% of the blame. But we know what happens to people when you, when you coach LeBron-led teams. You get put under this fine microscope that every little thing you do will be nitpicked and will be destroyed by the media.
1: Now, the media asked Russell Westbrook about was he surprised that Coach Frank Vogel had substituted him out in the final four minutes of that loss versus the Pacers. Russell said he was surprised. He was disappointed that he didn't go back in, but he was more disappointed that they lost the game. I don't think Russell is going to sit back and allow Frank Vogel to keep benching him in the fourth quarter without making some noise.
0: But see, but this is the thing. If I was Frank Vogel, I would keep doing it. You want to know why I would keep doing it? To show I have a backbone and I will not be.
1: That's my problem, shooter. Yeah. You're a hundred thousand percent right. That's those are the types of decisions that Frank Vogel should have been making back in December and in November. Making them now is too late.
0: But here's the thing. Like we said, we in a new NBA where management has way more power than they used to have. Let What if behind the scenes, we don't know, management was telling him, don't do that or your job is gone. Right. We don't right. know. Right. Because when that report came out that they just gave him the green light to bench him, what was the conversation before
1: that? Right. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. I would have thought that after winning the championship in 2020 and after going through what they went through last year and LeBron being in year 19 and Anthony Davis being injured for the majority so far this season and just the roster changes, I would have felt like they would have given Frank power from the start, from the gate. So if he was a puppet for these first couple months, I mean, and then you also got to consider this, though, Shooter. You're in a locker room coaching Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, the White Howard, a lot of these veterans. If they can tell that Frank Vogel is a puppet and don't have no power, how are they really going to get up to play for this guy in the second half of the season? There you go. That's why the question needs to be on,
0: on podcasts and media outlets, how toxic is Lakers management? Because you making your coach lose respect for his players by how you're moving behind the scenes. And if a management is good, they'll keep all that shit behind closed doors and nothing will leak. Hmm. But with that leak of them saying they just gave him the green light, how can he command that locker room if management is letting media know that? So you basically let us know he don't got no power. We be telling him what to do. So why would Russell Westbrook, Melo, Dwight Howard, LeBron, why would these people respect you? They're going to openly disrespect you. When you call a play, they're going to audible that joint, do their own play. And this is why the Lakers team is the Lakers team right now.
1: Hypothetically, before we get up out of here, Shooter, what, how bad would the Lakers have to be, or what specifically do you think would have to happen for Genie Buss to let go of Rob Palenka as the general manager of the Lakers? because he was so close to Kobe what has to happen for Genie you think to make the decision that they need to go in another direction than Rob Polinka cuz they see, kept that's... him over magic i mean magic quit pretty much but you know rob is real close to this front office this organization so what has to happen for the front office to actually make a move
0: see that's a crazy question because you know with that with that ownership with Genie bus he liked family, and plus with the Kobe connection, he's going to get a leash that most people wouldn't get. Right? Like, So I don't know. He got to basically miss the playoffs probably three, four years in a row or something to get fired just off his relationship and his rapport with them from being Kobe's agent and talking to them for years. Kobe played for the Lakers, what? I think it was, what, 20 years, I think? 19,
1: 19 20 19. seasons. Yeah, 20 seasons, 20 seasons, yep.
0: So he had probably 19 years of conversations with this owner and with this ownership. So his relationship with them is more probably like family. So I don't know what he got to do.
1: The Lakers as an organization, if you are if you are about winning, this is going to be a problem. And then LeBron James only got a couple years left. I don't know how this is going to play out, bro. You made an excellent point. The the closeness of the relationship, the Lakers will probably have to struggle for a couple of years before they decide to part ways with uh, Rob Palenka. If they s- still find their way being on the borderline of the play in tournament or making the playoffs, I think the worst move that they would make would probably be just you know head coaching job changes or you know personnel changes as far as players. But getting rid of someone in upper management. It'll be a while. And I don't think LeBron got that much time to waste. She don't.
0: It, I, and I'll be honest, I'm not a LeBron fan, but all we're going to see from the last final years of LeBron is stat pattern.
1: Trying to get that number one spot for the all time. Kareem trying to overlap That's Kareem. All-
0: yeah, that's all we're going to see. Mad 40-point games with 10 assists, 11 rebound. We're going to see a whole lot of that, and the team just going to be losing to to Charlotte by 15. That's all we're going to see.
1: I took a poll on Twitter yesterday. Question of the day was, will the Lakers coach Frank Vogel survive this upcoming road trip starting tonight? 58% of the people that voted said that he's going to survive. Today's question of the day is: Has LeBron James won his last championship? Has LeBron already won his last title?
0: I believe so. I believe he won his he won his last championship. I don't think he's getting another one.
1: That's going to be the key. Has LeBron won his last title already, Shooter?
0: Yeah, I believe so. He's done. Okay. He ain't getting another. No, he's done.
1: So the only thing LeBron has to look forward to is taking Kareem's spot on the all-time scoring list. That's what you're saying.
0: Pretty much. Like, he about to go out there and score 50 in a whole bunch of games just so he could pass that record.
1: Do you think this affects his chances of playing with his son? Do you think he's putting too much mileage on his body too late in his career to, to, to wing it out another couple years in hopes that Bronny makes the NBA? Do you still see... LeBron being able to play with his son? See,
0: that that's an interesting question. You know why that's an interesting question? We would have to look at how many of the Lakers' first-round picks do they have, right? Because remember, the trade with um, Anthony Davis, I got to look at the details again, right? They lost everybody. And how bad they have to be. If, if LeBron truly wants to play with his son, are we going
1: to see LeBron play on tanking teams? Oh, absolutely. There's no way in hell that Bronny is coming to the Lakers. So I've already, I've already established that mentally. If LeBron is going to play with his son, it's not going to be in LA because, because more than likely, if Bronny gets drafted, he's going to be a lottery pick. So you know, those first two teams are going to be, you know, a low ball team. LeBron, this definitely might not be the, the last uniform that he plays in. That's another conversation that we'll definitely have later on. But, yeah, I don't think that if he is going to be able to play with his son, it won't be in L.A. Definitely not. Definitely not.
0: Or Well, maybe he could take the G League route, but if you take the G League route, you still have to enter the draft. So, yeah, still, you're right.
1: It's going to be interesting, bro. This is the best of seven sports talk, man. Salute to everyone tuning in. We're we about to sign off. Get up out of here. Shout out to the shooter as always. Black Sheep, my guy Slim in the Builder. Salute to my bro, Black Sheep. Y'all make sure y'all follow him on YouTube as well. Shooter as always, man. I appreciate you. you. Keep the Facebook group turned up, man. Putting a lot of dope information in there. So I definitely appreciate that. Just trying to build the group a little bit, man, and you know get it lit. So. Thank you so much for all your contributions, bro.
0: I got you, man. I got you. I'm always here. Y'all ready, man.
1: Well, we about to get up out of here, man. Y'all stay safe. I'll catch y'all tomorrow here on the Best of Seven, man. Y'all be good. I'm out. Peace. All right, man. Peace to my NBA family. It's your host, Seven Mitchell with the best of seven sports talk. I just wanted to take this time out to say thank you to each and every one of you guys for so much support for the podcast. I hope you guys are really enjoying some of the outside the box angles we take bringing you in these NBA storylines. Please don't forget to like, and share most importantly, rate the podcast. You can follow us on social media. All the links will be in the description. And if you would like to contribute to the best of seven sports talk platform, We have merchandise available, as well as links for the merch and donations will be all in the description. Once again, thank each and every one of you guys in the NBA community for supporting the show. This is Seven Mitchell with the best of seven sports talk. Let's talk some NBA action.